Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to The Social Circus, where every week we dive into a variety of topics covering social media, mindset, and how to run your business. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Hello there, and welcome to The Social Circus with Sarah T. I'm your host, Sarah, and this week I'm doing a solo episode where I'm going to be going through a few social media myths that I have heard and I would like to debunk or I would like to give you some clarity around. Now, as many of you know, I have worked in digital marketing for over 10 years now, and prior to that, I worked in corporate marketing and communications, and probably the last couple of years in that um, corporate space, um, whilst I was a traditional marketer, my Remit also covered digital marketing such as websites and the very early introductions of um, social media, particularly Facebook. So I do know my stuff when it comes to this, but what I will say is for today's episode, what I actually did was I did a little bit of research on it so that I could share with you some accurate information because what I'm trying to do is get rid of some of the myths that I hear. And it's generally when I'm coaching people that people will ask me questions that they're obviously a little bit embarrassed to put out in the public arena. And so my suspicion is that many of you have these same thoughts or that you've heard something you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. Is this true or is it not? So I hope that you enjoy today's episode. I had so much fun doing the research for it. Um, and I, I, can I have a little brag at the beginning? Um, everything that I researched, what I thought to be true and correct was. So I feel pretty good like I know my stuff when it comes to social media. So I'm going to start with one of my favorite um, myths and I'm going to start on Instagram and talking about sharing content from Instagram to Facebook and that this will, and and I I love it when people tell me these myths and they go, I heard that Facebook doesn't like it. Now, remember, it's a platform. It doesn't have any feelings. But here's the thing. What people have been told is if you create a post on Instagram and you then have it automatically share across to Facebook, Facebook will penalize you and reduce your reach. Now, there's really a split thought on this in terms of the research. And the reason for that is obviously research has to rely on individual accounts, reach and things. But here's what my advice and recommendation would be. If you are incredibly busy and you only have time to post on one platform, I want you to think about not posting on Instagram or Facebook, but I would like you to use Meta Business Suite which has an app that you can put on your phone. So it's exactly the same as posting to Instagram. And on that app, you can actually post and schedule to Facebook and Insta at the same time. And what that means is you can post to both platforms at the same time, but it allows you to customize the content. And my recommendation would be, you do not need to change your entire, the copy or the words on your post. But what I would like you to do is two things. First of all, if you have a link in that post, remember we don't post those on Instagram. You want to say, for more information, visit the link in my bio, and then you'll have the link there. And obviously leave the full URL link in your Facebook post. The second thing I want you to do is change the number of hashtags. So on our Instagram post, we can have a maximum of 30 hashtags. And I would recommend if you can get 30 on there, that would be fantastic. 
On your Facebook post, the research has told us definitively that Facebook will penalize you if you use 30 hashtags and it will actually reduce your reach. So what I want you to consider for your Facebook post is to use between three and five hashtags only. And we know that this is the kind of optimal number that you should be using. So yes, you can share across from Insta to Facebook, but with the amazing Meta Business Suite app and website, there is no reason for you to do that and risk reducing your reach. But more to the point, putting up a post where you've got a link in it that doesn't work on Insta or putting a post on Facebook that has 30 hashtags. So that is your nice, simple solution to that query or that problem. Now, the second thing I hear people say all the time is that, followers are a vanity metric and the reality of it is that consumers or your audience or shoppers or whatever you want to call them are influenced by the number of followers that you have so whilst there is an element of your followers that is a vanity metric here's what i want you to understand it is important that you have some followers first of all because you when you create content it's going to go out to your audience and if you don't have any followers no one's going to see it secondly having followers gives people confidence in your business it tells them that it has some legitimate legitimacy it tells them that other people are interested in your offering so what i would say to you is invest some time and energy into growing your followers if you have a very low number like under a couple of hundred it diminishes people's confidence in your business and none of us want that so remember it is not difficult to grow your followers particularly on instagram because you can invest some time and energy into those activities that will help you grow your following on Facebook it can be more difficult to grow your followers but what I would suggest is if you're really struggling with that you can run Facebook ads to both Facebook and Insta to grow your following that way so you if you can't use organic methods there is always the paid advertising option now the other myth that I hear all the time and this one just winds me up is that if you use a third-party scheduling tool the social media platforms will disadvantage your content and reduce your reach now this myth, uh, myth first came out a few years ago and it was probably um, when particularly Facebook introduced their algorithm and because the platform became so busy the algorithm's job was to ensure that people um, would see content that they're interested in their newsfeed and as it got busier the algorithm had to work harder to curate that content now this happened at a similar time to social media scheduling tools became very popular now Hootsuite which is one of the biggest companies that does social media scheduling did a huge amount of research into diminished reach from using a scheduling tool and they declared definitively that they would guarantee there was not a reduction in reach from using a social media scheduling tool now I've been using social media scheduling tools for years and I am happy to report I still have a really good reach on social media if this is something that after hearing me debunk this you're still concerned about my recommendation would be to try meta business suite simply because meta is the parent company for facebook and insta and their other brands and it is their tool so they want you to use that tool and so obviously they're not going to penalize you for that but my comment would be if you are genuinely worried about diminished reach i want you to offset that thought with the fact that 
If you are not using a scheduling tool, how often are you realistically going to post on social media? And if it is less than if you had your content scheduled, it means that you're not reaching as many people anyway. (laughs) So it kind of becomes a moot point as to whether your reach is diminished or not because you're not posting anyway. So I hope that clears up that myth for you. Now, one thing that I hear all the time that people say is that um, social media is free. (laughs) And it almost makes me giggle because it means that we're not valuing our time. Social media is not free. There is no cost in terms of monetary cost to post organic content on platforms. However, there is always a cost to you and your business because you have to use your time and you have to use your knowledge and skills to create content. So there is always a cost attached to social media and it just really depends on what cost you're willing to um, absorb into your business. But I would really encourage you to change your mindset and your thinking that social media is free because it takes your time and it takes your energy to use it effectively for your business. Now, the other thing I hear people say is that because social media is I'm posting and my audience is seeing it very much in real time, that I can expect my results to be instant on social media. So if I put up a post, someone will buy from me straight away. But social media is a marketing channel for our business. And the reality of marketing is that marketing takes three to six months of consistency for it to start to work. And one of the interesting things is that most people get fed up or frustrated that they haven't had those instant results. And therefore they believe it's not actually working. And why am I doing this anyway? And it's really, really interesting because often when we get frustrated and we start to think about giving up is when we're actually starting to get traction. Now, I've been using social media from the kind of the beginning. Um, I think my page started about a year after I started my business. I thought I better have a Facebook page for my business if I'm telling my audience they should have one. So I've been on social media for a long time. And what I know is that um, I have got people who have never purchased from me that engage with me regularly. I have got people that comment on my content, that belong to my group, that attend my free classes, that have never bought a single product off me. Does that mean that my marketing is not working? Absolutely not. Because we know that when people hear our message, it has to land for them at the right time. So just because I'm selling something does not mean that every single person in my audience is ready to buy. So I want you to think about the fact that you are not going to get instant results on social media and that if you apply yourself in a consistent manner, you're going to start to get traction and get results. But it's really important that you show up regularly so that your audience gets that know, like, and trust. So think about if you were to ask yourself honestly over the last six months, how consistently have you shown up on social media? If you feel a bit awkward thinking about that, then probably you haven't been consistent and therefore you're not going to be getting the results that you would like. So have a reflect on that and think about if I spent the next three to six months showing up consistently, what might my business look like in three to six months time? And um, I have had people say to me, um, I've been following you for years. I listen to what you say. I do all of this. And then suddenly they're ready to buy. And it's such a shame that us as the business owner can't actually see where our audience is sitting because I think so often we're on the cusp of success 
And we almost give up because we're like, well, no one's there. I'm not getting any traction. And actually, we were right on the precipice of that big leap forward. So I want you to think about, are you marketing consistently on social media? And are you potentially on the edge of a breakthrough that's going to get you that success that you're looking for? Now, the other question that I hear people asked is, um, do I need to be on every single platform? And I think the reality of this is that it takes up so much of our energy worrying about where we should show up. Now, my comment to you would be absolutely do not need to be on every single platform, but you do need to be on the platforms where your audience are most likely to be. So I want you to think about the platforms that you're on if you are doing that well and if you're getting traction with your audience. So that kind of goes back to the last comment that I was talking about. But here's what I want you to consider. If you feel like you should be on a platform, one of the first things you should do is jump on Google. I mean, that's the best thing ever invented. And put in some questions about a platform. So I'll give you a little hint. If a platform has more than a billion Uh, monthly active users, which is about four platforms at the moment, there's a good chance your audience is on there and you probably don't need to research it. If it's a smaller platform, I want you to do some research using Google to ask questions like, and I'm going to use Pinterest as an example, because I think Pinterest is a really underrated platform when it comes to social media. And um, it makes me laugh that it's underrated because you can actually get such fantastic results on Pinterest being less prolific than you need to be on other social media. So with Pinterest, it's a more niche platform. The audience isn't as large as something like Instagram or TikTok, but there is a really good um, defined audience on there. So when you do that research, ask yourself, who are the key users of Pinterest? And that, does that align with who I think my ideal customer is? And if the answer is yes, the first thing you should do is jump on that platform as yourself. So I started on Pinterest as Sarah Thompson, not as online social butterfly. And to be fair, I'm, I'm an obsessive Pinterest personal user. I have um, I have my dream house exactly mapped out on Pinterest, <laughs> um, particularly a library. That's my dream thing to have a library. So I want you to think about using the platform, getting comfortable with it, finding if you enjoy it and if you're connecting with people on there that you think, oh, these people are my audience. And if after that trial, you're finding it really useful, set yourself up as a business on there and start to use it as part of your marketing strategy. Now, another thing that I get asked um, is, and it's my favorite question, how often do I need to post? I've heard you have to post two to three times a day. And this is one of the things that makes me most upset when I think it comes to other experts in my industry is that we often tell people things and we don't consider our audience. So I know my audience are small business owners and quite often you're responsible for everything in your business, including all of the social media marketing. And this puts you under immense pressure in terms of showing up and adding that to the list of activities, which is generally why did you start your business? You started your business because you were passionate about a particular product or a particular service. And I don't think any of us, when we started our business, realized the amount of energy it would take to run a business doing our things like our accounting, paying our wages, bookkeeping, all of those requirements. Um, And then things like um, understanding social media, understanding marketing, and understanding how to grow your business and make sales. So here's what I want you to think about when it comes to posting on social media. Again, I want you to critically ask yourself and, do you know, again, 
lots of the platforms have insights. You can actually go in if you're kind of feeling like being slightly dishonest, go and have a look on the platforms on your insights and see how often you posted in the last four weeks. And then use that as a baseline on how I would like you to move forward with your business. So if you posted once, like twice in the last month, so once a fortnight, what your goal is, is continuous improvement, but it must be done in a sustainable like manner. And I often say this when I'm doing training is that please don't leave today's class and go away and post every single day, because what will happen is you'll post every single day for the next five days. Then you go, oh, that's Sarah from Online Social Butterfly. I can't believe she told me this. It's ridiculous. And then you'll just ghost the platform and ghost your audience. What I want you to do is think about how you can show up consistently in a way that is sustainable for you and your business. So as I said, if you're posting once a fortnight, I'd like you to set yourself a goal to post once a week. And ideally, sit down on a Monday morning and post it, and then you can actually forget about social media for the rest of the week. And I want you to give yourself a few weeks to get into the rhythm of posting once a week. So you kind of like get the hang of it and feel like, yes, I can do this. Yes, it's sustainable. And once you feel like you've got a handle on that, you then move to twice a week. And again, give yourself time to settle into the rhythm of that and then move forward. Now, the ultimate goal is to be posting at least once a day. However, it may take you six months to get from where you are now to posting daily. And that's going to be because you're going to be making incremental changes and improvements, but you're going to be doing them in a way that you know you can sustain in your business. And this is so important for you. We want you to be showing up consistently. We know that your audience loves to have that predictability on when they can expect your post to come out. And we also know that the algorithm likes you to post your content in a way that's consistent for them because it allows them to predict when you're going to post and therefore make your content part of that algorithm kind of curation. So I want you to have a think about if you're putting yourself under pressure every day and saying, I must post today, I must post today. Be honest and ask yourself, how often are you posting? And once you set yourself those goals, you'll be really surprised at how much it will lighten your load, not thinking about posting all the time. It's like a little bad um, little bad devil that sits on your shoulder saying, you should be doing this. We don't want that mind monkey to take up all of our mental space. We want to put it to bed and tell ourselves, I have a strategy now and I'm working on that strategy and I'm moving forward. And this is going to be sustainable for me and my business. Gosh, I sounded a bit preachy then. Apologies. I get quite passionate about social media being something that we can sustain and support in our business. Okay, gosh, I've talked a lot. (laughs) I think that brings me to the end of my kind of myth busting episode. I do hope that you have found this useful and I do hope that it will lighten your mental load in terms of, I think, the worry and anxiety that social media causes us. I hope that you've got some good tips on how you can show up more consistently, feel more confident on social media and let go of some of those concerns that you have. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in to listen to my podcast, The Social Circus. It means so much to me that you enjoy the episode and you get value from it. If you've implemented some of my tips, feel free to DM me and let me know how you've got on. I am excited to hear how your business is going to move forward. So until next week, take care. Thanks so much for tuning in to The Social Circus. 
as your host, Sarah Thompson, I am thrilled that you've chosen to spend your time hanging out with me. I would be so grateful if you could spare an extra moment to go and leave me a review on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you even felt more excited, you could share my podcast with your friends who you think would get great value from it. Thanks so much again for tuning in.